The heat wave continuing in North America, and there are symptoms you should watch for. First, muscle cramps and rash. If you don't drink enough water, a salt imbalance can cause body cramps. If your sweat pores become clogged, expect the rash. Heat exhaustion is the next stage. Signs include dizziness, clammy skin, nausea, headache. If this is you, get out of the heat. Again, drink water. Three, heat stroke. Signs include body temperature of 103 or higher. No sweating, confusion, red, hot skin, and rapid pulse. Four, death. You heard me, death. On average, heat kills 130 every year. Be careful, stay hydrated. Take breaks inside. With a heat index above 110, you won't know when you're sweating. Jesus speaks about physical needs in John 7. Anyone who is thirsty, come to me and drink. Believe in me, and rivers of living water will flow from within them. Drink deeply. Welcome to Haven Today here on Friday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series called Then Sings My Soul. All week, we've been talking about the power of hymns and how Christians have used hymns to lift up their spirits and worship the Lord. Some of these hymns remind us that God is always worthy of our praise, like O Worship the King. We heard that yesterday. Others remind that even in the dark seasons of life, we can trust the Lord. We can sing it as well with my soul. Well, today we're going to think about another great hymn of the faith. This is our Father's world. A hymn of worship, singing about the beauty of God's creation and His glory that we see in it. Hymns help us worship, which is something we all need encouragement to do these days. I asked author and pastor Robert Morgan to share with us why he thinks these old hymns are so helpful for Christians today. Well, apart from the scripture, it's the great hymns of the faith that give us our greatest resource for biblical meditation. A good hymn, Charles, is a miniature Bible study set to music. I mean, that's what it is. It's a miniature Bible study set to music. And so when we memorize a hymn, like Have Firm a Foundation or Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, Early in the Morning My Song Shall Rise to Thee, when we sing it enough so that we come to know it and we can memorize hymns easier than we can memorize Scripture because they're musical and they rhyme and they have rhythm and they get into our system a little bit easier, then we are singing to ourselves and to our Lord and to other people Bible content, Bible studies. And when I'm on a plane, for example, and I'm tired and I'm not tired enough to go to sleep, but my eyes are weary, I can lean over against the side of the plane, close my eyes, 
and I can, quote, memorize scripture to myself, but I can also open up the internal hymn book in my brain and sing song after song after song. And those hymns give me so much comfort in the middle of the night if I wake up, then I can just open up my mental hymn book and I can hear the choirs singing as I go through, O Lord my God, when I an awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, how great thou art. So this is a wonderful therapy for us. It is a spiritual grace that God has given to us. The body of our hymnody is the greatest therapy we can have apart from the Word of God itself. That was Rob Morgan, pastor and author of Then Sings My Soul, a book that reflects on 150 classic hymns of the faith. He'll join us again in a moment to talk about more about the hymn, This Is My Father's World. And then after the program, I want to send you Rob's book, Then Sings My Soul, a special book, devotional in nature, sharing the context, the history, and the heart of how your favorite hymns were written. And I really do like how Rob includes the sheet music and lyrics so you can sing along with the hymns. This book will help you sing the Lord's praises. Come to our website to see the book for yourself firsthand. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And now let's open this program with a modern version of the hymn we're thinking about today. This is My Father's World. This is my father's world To my listening ears All nature sings And round me rings The music of the spheres This is my father's world I rest me in the thought of rocks, of trees, of skies and seas, his hand the wonders wrought. This is my father's world. Oh, and let me forget that though the wrong seems often so strong God is the ruler yeah this is my father's word oh the battle is not Jesus who died would be satisfied And earth and heaven will be one It's Jesus who died would be satisfied And earth and heaven Oh, earth and 
mostly with acoustic guitar, but the lyrics very clear. Jaden Lavick opening this Haven Today. This is my father's world. A Haven Today called Then Sings My Soul. I'm Charles Morris. Nothing really compares to the joy of watching a child enjoy a brand new toy. Or maybe a treehouse that you've spent days or hours building. The way their face lights up as they begin to explore their new gift. It's always such a wonderful sight to see as they realize, this was made for me. I can use it. I can enjoy it because it was made for me. I love that. And in some ways, that joy we find in watching kids enjoy gifts made just for them is like the joy of our Heavenly Father when He watches us enjoy His creation. We've been looking at historic hymns all week, and today I want to discuss a classic hymn from the year 1901. It's called, This Is My Father's World, and the story behind it is almost as powerful as the hymn itself. Joining us again is Robert Morgan. He has studied these hymns and their history. He wrote a book about it that I've already mentioned. What I love about Robert is just how deeply he loves his Savior and how well he can turn any discussion back to our Lord Jesus Christ. Maltby Babcock was arguably the most remarkable student Syracuse University had ever seen. Hailing from an aristocratic family, he was a brilliant scholar with a winning personality. Tall and still-muscled, he was an outstanding athlete, an expert swimmer, and the captain of the baseball team. He also directed the university's orchestra, played several instruments, and composed original compositions. A proficient vocalist, he also directed the university glee club. He entertained other students by drawing and doing impersonations, and on the side, he was an avid fisherman. Maltby Babcock would have been successful in any profession, but God called him into the ministry. And after further training at Auburn Theological Seminary, he became the pastor of the First Presbyterian Church of Lockport, New York. It was a beautiful area, midway between Lake Erie and Lake Ontario, not far from Niagara Falls, and Maltby enjoyed hiking and running in the hills outside of town. He would tell his secretary, I'm going out to see my father's world. And then he would run or hike a couple of miles into the countryside where he would just lose himself in nature. It was during his pastorate at Lockport that he wrote a 16-stanza poem, each stanza beginning with the words, This is my father's world. In 1886, Maltby was called to the Brown Memorial Church in Baltimore. While there, he traveled widely and was in great demand on college campuses. He was a fresh, engaging speaker who never failed to stimulate students. In 1899, he moved to the Brick Presbyterian Church in New York City, where he found it more difficult to take off on his hikes. When he was 42 years old, the church presented him with a special gift, a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. With great excitement, this pastor, Maltby Babcock, departed by ship. He went to Naples, but while en route there, he was seized with a deadly bacterial fever and he died at the International Hospital in Naples, Italy, on May the 18th, 1901, in great suffering. 
After his death, his wife compiled his writings into a book called Thoughts for Everyday Living. It was published in 1901, and included with it was Maltby's famous creation hymn, This is my father's world, and to my listening ears, all nature sings and round me rings the music of the spheres. This is my father's world. I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees and skies and seas, his hand the wonders wrought. This is my father's world, and to my listening ears, all nature sings and round me rings the music of the spheres. This is my Father's world I rest me in the thought Of rocks and trees Of skies and seas His hand the wonders wrought This is my Father's world The birds their carols raise the morning light, the lily white, declare their maker's praise. This is my father's world, he shines in all that's fair. In the rustling grass, I hear him pass, he speaks to me everywhere. A new rendition of the classic hymn we're talking about today. This is My Father's World by Michael Card. And from his most recent album, To the Kindness of Kind. And just before that, we heard Robert Morgan sharing the history and the story behind this great hymn. I so appreciate that outlook Maltby Babcock had whenever he would go out into nature. This is My Father's World, and it was made for me to enjoy. We can connect with the Father in His world. Babcock knew that, and he loved spending time in his Father's world. Even if you don't like hiking or you can't go running, you can develop that perspective. Every time you step out the front door, you're stepping into your Father's world, and you can spend more time appreciating the world that He has made for you. Look at the skies. Look at the birds. Look at the grass. These were made for our enjoyment. They can draw us up and out of ourselves and into worship. Listen to the first few lines of this hymn to see how Maltby Babcock saw the world. This is my father's world. And to my listening ears, all nature sings and round me rings the music of the spheres. This is my father's world. I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees, of skies and seas, his hand the wonders wrought. Did you hear that? The ears, the eyes, our bodies? They were made to exist within our Father's world. We hear the birds sing, we feel the breeze, we hear the sounds of this world and we see the world around us. It grounds us. We are in this world. This is our home. Our eyes look around and see the wonderful sights and the wonders that our Father's hands have wrought. It reminds me of Psalm 19, 
The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens God has pitched a tent for the sun. This is our Father's world, and everything we see and hear and touch has his fingerprints on it. They proclaim to us a sermon if we're listening. Multi Babcock understood that. He understood that the creation is meant to point us past ourselves, beyond ourselves, and toward the great and almighty God, our Father in heaven, the one who adopted us into his family and set us in the highest places with Christ our Savior. This is our Father's world. When we reflect on that, our hearts can break out in song. But that isn't what always happens, is it? When we look around the world so often, we see the sin and we see the darkness. It seems to be winning the day. At least that's what it looks like. Our own sin threatens to choke out our faith, Our circumstances close in us from all sides. Babcock knew that as well. He lost his only two children in infancy. He knew the heartache and the pain of loss. He knew what it was like to look around and struggle to see any light. Out of that pain, we can hear another stanza from his famous hymn, This is My Father's World. Oh, let me ne'er forget that through the wrong seems oft so strong, God is the ruler yet. This is my Father's world. Why should my heart be sad? The Lord is king. Let the heavens ring. God reigns. Let earth be glad. This is our Father's world, even when it seems that all is going wrong. We can look to him and know that he cares for us. Even when wrong oft seems so strong, we know that the overcomer is near. And how do we know that? We know that when we know Jesus. Sin and sorrow are commonplace here. And Jesus came as a man of sorrows for us. He bore our sin upon his shoulders. He knew what it was like to live in this world as a human, frail and needy. He knows what it is like to be us. This is our Father's world, but it's also Christ's world, and he came to this world to save us. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. He came to the world he created in order to save us. And as Paul tells us, he has given us access to the Father by the power of the Spirit. This is our Father's world, and by the Spirit in Christ, We have new access to the world of worship and a new world in the new creation. Is your heart sad? Turn to Christ. Remember what he's done for you. Remember his life and his death and his resurrection. Remember that in him we can stand tall, stand firm. It's difficult to remember sometimes, isn't it? To remember that Jesus Christ has rescued us from our sin and guilt and has given us access to the Father so we can truly enjoy this world he gave us and made for us. Sometimes the darkness seems too strong. And when that happens, we can be tempted to think we're too far away. 
that Christ's love can't reach us here. And it's in these moments that we can remember the words of Paul found in Romans 8. If God is for us, who can be against us? If the Lord has demonstrated his love for us in the death and resurrection of Jesus, then who can stand between us and the Lord? No one. Nothing. Not life. Not death. Not darkness. Not sin. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. When things are dark and our hearts are hurting, this is what we need to cling to. The love of the Lord that rescues us and brings us into his family. The love of Christ that opens our eyes to the world of grace and the kingdom of our Father. So it's then we see this isn't really our home, not our final home anyway. Our home is with Christ. Our citizenship is in heaven. We belong to and with Jesus. We belong to him. And in him and him alone, we have access to a whole new world of worship. This is truly our Father's world. And in Jesus Christ, we have full access to the love and the acceptance of the Lord. This is my Father's world. And to Skies and seas, his hand the world. 
Keith and Kristen Getty. Their version of This Is My Father's World, along with a children's choir. This is Haven Today, and the program's called Then Sings My Soul. As you just heard Robert Morgan share earlier in the program, hymns are meaningful. They're even vital to our worship. The lyrics are rooted in God's Word, and the melodies help these truths stick in our minds and hearts. And as you read through Rob's book called Then Sings My Soul, you'll not only discover or even rediscover the great hymns of our faith, you'll also learn the backstories behind the 150 hymns that he shares. With the sheet music on the left side and the backstory on the right side, this book is the perfect way for you to spend devotional time with the Lord this summer, while also singing biblical truth that'll deepen your faith in Christ. So, may I invite you to come to our website right now to look at Then Sings My Soul by Robert Morgan, but then make your gift to haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us right now, won't you, at 800-65-HAVEN, if that's more convenient. The number, once again, is 800-65-HAVEN. And just as we go... If you wanted to still receive the epic documentary called In the Footsteps of Paul, we still have that two-part DVD for your gift as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me as we head into the weekend. Won't you come back again next week on Monday? When again together, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. I've often said, and I still think this is true, that Christians should be the happiest people on planet Earth. Why not? We've been loved, we've been welcomed, we've been saved by Christ, no matter the trials and sufferings we have. And believe me, we've all had our share of sorrows. We have a joy and a reason a smile that transcends our earthly pain. It's true, but it doesn't take away the pain, does it? In those moments, we need the words of Peter. Rejoice when you share in Christ's sufferings. Why? When his glory is revealed, you will be exceedingly glad. Even in pain, we can find joy. In Christ, mourning gives way to joy. Only in Christ. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.